Razor Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. It's Florida week, and we all know that Florida can go to hell. But if you drink and get behind the wheel, you might go to jail. Don't do it. Be smart. Call an Uber. Call a taxi. Call a Lyft. Do something. Call your friend. Walk. I don't know. But if you do find yourself slipped up, you do get pulled over and find yourself in an unfortunate situation. Marcos Garza and his team are East Tennessee's premier DUI defense lawyers. They also do criminal law and personal injury. GarzaLaw.com, 865-540-8300. Remember that number. They're available 24-7. This episode isn't heavy on the Florida. Uh, we talk, uh, you know, obviously some Tennessee. The Titans just gutted me today by losing to the Colts. But either way, uh, we'll do another episode later this week. It's a twofer. Twofer time. Let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on extra point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch, Sunday, September 15th. It's about 7.45 p.m. on the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, Seth Hughes joins me down in Alabama. What's up, Seth? Oh, not much, John. Just another day. How you doing? Uh, pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Mad about my Titans, not going to lie. I'm not as mad as I was. We had originally scheduled to do this at like 4.30, and it might have been good content, but I probably would have had a heart attack, so I said, no, let's do it tonight. I want to watch the Saints game. That's what I told you. I said, I want to watch the Saints-Rams game. It was really just me not wanting to blow a gasket, but I'm okay now. I'm calm now. Yeah, I guess I was pretty, I was like, come on, guys. I mean, that that last drive was bad. But I guess we will all just have to wait one week for the elusive 2-0 weekend, Vols and Titans. But it's just a mere seven days, so we'll get it soon enough. Well, we play on Thursday night. That's right, play on Thursday against the Jaguars. So six days, we have to wait. We have to wait six days for the elusive 2-0 weekend. But I'm sorry, buddy. That was pretty bad for Marcus Mariota. Well, the good um, news is is that it's it's not Florida weekend. Uh, sometimes they double up, and it's Colts and Gators same weekend. That's pretty brutal. They, they really ought to know better. Nothing was as bad as 2015 when, obviously, you know what happened to the Vols. But mm-hmm. that same weekend, I want to say the Titans got up 17 on the Colts. Mm. And Andrew Luck and blew that game at home. So, it's been worse. It's fine. We'll bounce back. I'll bounce back. Everything's good. It's the NFL. You know, you, you just get to get to nine wins with a chance to get to ten. That's the goal. So, yeah. I never thought the Titans were going to go undefeated. 
Yeah, the Titans have lost way worse games over the last couple of years and still been fine in the end, making the playoffs and such. Or at so. least being there on the doorstep of the playoffs. Being there so, at yeah. the end, like you said, being there in the last week with the chance to go. It's okay. I am worried, about, though, about my quarterback. I do think he sucks. I think he is painfully average. Man, at one point today, he was like 15 of 18, I think. Probably like 110 yards. And it was just like, it, but and like that's great, but it was for nothing. I mean, it was just for nothing. Like, Yeah, it sucks. It does, yeah. It's, it, I mean, he's better t- than Jameis Winston, at least. That is true. That is true. He is better than Jameis Winston. That's who. Pretty, that's pretty much all you could say about Marcus Mariota, though. Who, by all appearances, seems to be a train wreck yeah, at he this sucks. point in his career. But he's 1-1, one and one, and we got the same record. And to be honest, the Bucks have a pretty good defense. And I don't know if you saw what happened to the Saints and Drew Brees, but that AFC South, or that NFC South, excuse me, might be wide open. Yeah, I missed the actual injury. Did it look bad? I think he might have broke his thumb. Okay. I don't know. He hit his thumb on a helmet, and then they held him out the rest of the game. That happened in the first quarter. So, so Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles might be sneaking. I mean, the, the Bucks defense looks pretty good. It's stout, dude. Vernon Hargrave straight up stood McCaffrey up on a wall on that last play. Todd Bowles may be not that good of a head coach, but he's a damn good defensive coordinator. Sometimes you just got to stay in your role. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to like, focus on coaching defense. Do you really not think, like, I think if Todd Bowles was, was like, at a decent franchise, he would tear it up. I thought, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think he failed because he was a dumb coach. I think he failed because he was in New York and yeah, for most of that time didn't have a quarterback. But I mean, now obviously that last play was just horrendous, a, a horrendous play call, just dumb as hell. But Vernon Hargraves was impressive on that last play. I thought like nobody was talking about him because everybody was like, "Wow, the the play was so stupid that all people wanted to talk about was the play call." But Vernon Hargraves. I thought was really good, but that's enough talk about Thursday night football. Yeah, good uh, good week of the NFL. Like I said, I'm pissed off about the Titans that they uh, sullied the good name of uh, Steve McNair. Honor him with uh, a loss to the Colts and having your quarterback be a bitch. It's just, uh, I don't understand what they were doing. I get mad when I look at my coach and he's got a stupid fucking mustache. Like, Mike Vrabel having that stupid mustache makes me so angry. Whenever he does dumb things, I'm like, bro, you're not a frat, bro. You're not busting with the boys. You're supposed to be a head coach. Like, it's cool to be a, a player's guy or whatever, but um, if you're doing dumb shit like he was doing today, you don't get to be one of the bros. Shave your damn mustache off and take some pride in your appearance. I mean, like, one question I have is why does Derrick Henry only have 15 carries? Especially whenever he was like in the end of the third quarter, he started churning off long runs, and then he at had the like end, yep. I want to say he had like half. three carries all the fourth quarter. I, I made that number up, but that's what it seemed like. In the in the second half, they seemed tired when they tried to tackle him. Yeah, I mean, he's a big ass boy, and it was like a hundred degrees on the field, so maybe he got gassed. I don't know, but I mean. It was uh, pretty stupid. He was doing whatever he wanted, and then all of a sudden he just quit getting the ball. I mean, Marcus Mariota was 19-28 for 154 yards. That comes out to a 5.5 average. Jacoby Brissett was only 17-28 of 28 for 146 yards for a 5.2 average. Well, that's what was dumb as hell is Brissett didn't play good. I mean, Brissett looked no. like a backup quarterback. And, like, the he Titans. very pedestrian. Yeah, I mean, the Titans gave up one touchdown drive because of Dory Jackson got a, uh, a pass interference 50 yards down the field. 
been really disappointed with the Dory Jackson. I thought he was going to be good. Um, another drive, you had just a couple dumb things and you missed some dumb challenges and some penalties again. And then the last one where they just went right down, and everyone knew it was going to happen, that they were going to put that one drive together because the Titans refused to put them away. They missed a field goal, couldn't get a first down. Like, it was uh, preordained. Everyone knew it was coming. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. Just They just – Man, they just always look so pedestrian on offense unless Derrick Henry just takes over. It's so crazy in today's... But he has to get the ball to take over. It's so crazy in today's NFL, we can't score points. Same as, like, the college team. They're, they're, they're pretty close mirrors of themselves, like, uh, at least offensively. The Titans' defense, I think, is pretty badass. Um, but their offense just sucks. It's like in college football the same way, like, we should be able to score points. It's the football is trending that way where offenses should be able to score. And I just don't have any confidence in either one of my teams scoring, and that's a terrible feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, everybody, like Mary School for the Blind, can score points at, at, at a very torrid pace, except for the two flagship football teams of the state of Tennessee. They act like they... They've never held a football in their life when they go out there on their respective game days. It's so easy to score. I mean, it is so easy to score now. You can do it so many different ways, and, like, we can't. As I'm looking right now in the NFL this week one, it looks like this has been a really low-scoring week in the NFL. It looks like there's only, like, Three games that I look at that says, yeah, that probably went over the total. 13 10, 21 16, 19 17, 28 14, 28 26, 23 17, 13 12. Yeah, there's a lot of low scores this week. The Texans got lucky. Yeah, now I'm going to have to hear about Gardner Minshew all damn week, or at least till Thursday. The tight, Like I said, both my teams are headed down to Florida. Now, the Titans usually have good luck with the Jaguars, but obviously we know what happens in the college series. Yeah, I Minshew had a really good day on the ground. Yeah, he scrambled it's, around, made some plays. He had six carries for 56 yards. Um, man, I couldn't be, believe Fournette didn't reach the ball out at the end. I know. Like, uh, who cares scene. if you fumble? Like, you got you to gotta reach it out, bro. Yeah, tough scene for the Jags. Jalen Ramsey and his little uh, sweet ass are fed up with um, Doug Marone, it appears. He held Hopkins to five catches for 40 yards, so, like, Ramsey did his part. Ramsey did his part. But, uh, as you said, as you alluded to, it's Florida week. So it's Florida week. How you feeling? 12-and-a-half-point underdogs. 12-and-a-half-point underdogs. That's uh, less than I thought. 12-and-a-half? Okay, I saw 14. I thought that's what I saw earlier Let me check um, on VolQuest. Okay, I was going to say it. I saw 14 get posted. Uh... Either way, yeah, two touchdown underdog. Um, where do you want to start? Tennessee kicking UTC's ass or Florida versus Kentucky? Uh, we can start with the Vols. Um, I probably I paid closer attention to Florida and Kentucky. Same. Well, I think really all there is to say about um, – I mean, there's a couple things to say about Tennessee and UTC, but I guess the things that stuck out to me the most were the offensive line – the starting offensive line was kind of out of nowhere. 
Uh, all, now all of a sudden, our right side of the offensive line is comprised of 660 total pounds. They put Darnell Wright at right guard, right? And started Calvert at right tackle. Okay. We they started with that through most of the game? Yeah. Calvert played a ton. Yeah. I saw him maul and, a couple people. And he killed some people. I mean, he absolutely murdered people on running. His pass blocking is obviously going to be behind the um you know, behind the run blocking. Well, um, isn't that, I guess, isn't that isn't that terrifying though when you go to Florida? That your right tackle can't block pass block? Yeah, I mean I don't know if like I see both things. I mean, I see like they know that unless they can line up and get three or four yards running, they can't beat Florida. Sure, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta be able to pick up some first ground first downs on the ground. And I hate to use a cliche, but it feels like you kind of need to shorten this game too. You know what I mean? Like just try to win a close defensive game. And at but on the other hand, like you your quarterback who has struggled mightily, you're not really setting him up to succeed if he's got a guy coming off the right side every you know every time I mean it's, I don't Calvert didn't allow a sack I don't think but like he obviously struggled more than he did with run blocking because he's a redshirt freshman or redshirt sophomore um offensive lineman Darnell Wright seems to me like I don't like I don't understand this is another thing that makes no sense to me is that why was he not at right guard from the very beginning? Because it's really hard to start at offensive tackle as a true freshman. But it's a whole lot easier to do it at right guard, at guard. And he's big and he's athletic. He's athletic enough to play tackle, but he's big enough to play guard. Just like Trey Smith was three years ago. So why was why was Darnell Wright not why was he not at right guard from the beginning? But whatever, he was Saturday, and that's a good thing because Ryan Johnson had been the worst offensive lineman that we had had. So I don't know if – I mean, I would think that from now on, Darnell Wright starts every game the rest of the season, which is what we wanted to see to begin with, right? Yeah, they found a place for him on the uh, on the field. and So I guess Marcus Tatum, that, that experiment's done. Like we let him It sounds like Austin Price – Austin Price said this about Austin Pope today in his chat on VolQuest. He said Austin Pope is a backup. I mean, I mean Marcus Tatum. Sorry, Austin Price said Marcus Tatum. I was like, why the fuck are you bringing up Austin My Pope? My so, bad, Austin. Because I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Austin, at sorry, lineup. sorry that Seth threw you under the or just you know randomly threw you under the bus. Is calling you a backup? I am. I've downloaded the PDF of the box score and, and I'm looking at the starting lineup and Austin Pope is at the very top at tight end. So. I had his I had his name in my eye as I was talking about Austin Price, but Austin Price said this about Marcus Tatum. That that Princeton Mar- Fant guy looked pretty good. Mar- yeah, Marcus Tatum is a backup. Princeton Fant looked like your number three tight end, right? I mean, he looked like to me. Like, I mean, obviously he's not. When he, he looked, caught that, he pass, looked like an NFL tight end. I was that like, Damn. is exactly what I told my dad. That is word for word what I told my dad yesterday. I said he looks like an NFL player. I said, who and the he hell was- is this guy? He Where's was he been hiding, but Why have we been throwing the ball to uh, you know slow ass Austin Pope again? Austin, no offense, bro, if you're listening, but why are we throwing him the ball to try to get like yards after the catch when we have that that guy who can move Princeton Fant? Like he's been it because he's been at six different positions, right? 
He was he was a throw in to get Malik Gray, who was this highly rated guy and who has transferred. Who is no longer with us? Please press F. Who 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 really wasn't any good? And so our our starting offensive line was Wanya Morris, Trey Smith, Brandon Kennedy, Darnell Wright, Calvert. Wanya Morris had the worst day of anyone yesterday at on offensive line. That's two weeks in a row he hasn't been very good. That's that's unfortunate. I think that you're just going to have to play Jameer Johnson at left tackle, man. Okay. Like, I, I know they don't want to. They've tried and tried and tried not to. You know, they didn't let Jameer Johnson practice for forever after the second scrimmage, but I just don't see a way out. He's just – he's also your most physical offensive lineman uh, – the two, the two youngsters on the right side, notwithstanding, because we haven't seen them enough to know. But, I mean, of the five that had been playing, Jameer Johnson was the most physical, and he was the only one that was really effective against Georgia State. So, but I would say, I would think that you go in and it's Jameer Johnson, Trey Smith, Brandon Kennedy, Wright, and Calvert. I mean, that just seems like, I, I, they seem to have ended the Marcus Tatum experiment. And then the only other thing that really like stuck out to me is that Alante Taylor got benched and didn't play for a long time. Yeah. So what do we think the deal with that is? I think they're sick of his shit. Just like, just like, hey, you, you aren't playing good. Type it's of obviously something else. Obviously had to happen, right? I mean, I don't like, know. He gave up the big play to lose the game, and I, I can see. I mean, this is not any. You know, haven't heard anything, but. Uh, I could see him fucking up that last play and then them getting on to him and then him getting mad about it. And that, that's, you know, what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Something else happened outside of the play. Like, he had been the best corner, and that play, as terrible as it was, aside, like, that was the only really bad thing he had done in two games. I, something he else. Out, he graded out poorly in both games. I mean, he did. Our, okay. Our, yeah, our whole secondary has. I mean, yeah, like, it, that's it's one thing to say that what I said, but then he looked good because the other players were Trayvon Flowers, Nigel Warrior, and Warren Burrell. Hey, please show some respect to Nigel Warrior. He almost had that pick six. He did. UTC is one of the worst teams I've ever watched play football. They were they were abysmal. But I will say one thing, and I think it needs to be pointed out. Um, it was really nice to have Daniel Batuli back on the field. <laughs> Man, he made all the difference in the world. It was really nice to have him back on the field. Dude, what the hell? They acted like he was dying earlier this week. You know, they were like, oh, man, we really don't know if he's going to be able to play. He looks – they're having to help him up when he when he falls down. And he looked, like a, he looked like the badass he is. Nice to have him back. The defense looked like it was – I mean, obviously it looked better they're playing UTC, but, I mean, it looked like they actually knew what they were doing on some plays. It, you know, he was kind of taking direction out there. And it turns out when you have a senior out there doing that, it works a little bit better than having a true freshman out there doing that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Henry, no disrespect to Hank T. He's a he's true gonna freshman. Awesome yeah, he's, he's going to be awesome. He's a be. true freshman. He looked great again. And Quaveris Crouch looked really good. Yeah, he's, yeah, there's a couple times off the off the edge where Crouch looked like he was shot out of a cannon. He led the team in hurries. Yeah, he looked really good. He led the team in hurries and had tackle for loss. Jalen McCullough looked really good. At the end of the game, I mean, some of these guys, and this Volquest has been saying this for a, for like a month now. Like, there's going to be some guys that like they're not going to be ready at the very first game, like Henry Toa Toa. 
But by the fourth game, by the sixth or seventh game, they're going to be ready. And like they, you know, Ramel Keaton is playing a lot. And Jalen McCullough looked really good. Quaveris Crouch, it took him a little bit, but now he's playing a lot. Roman Harrison is playing a lot. Calvert, I know he's not in this class, but he's young. You know, he's starting. Darnell Wright, he wasn't ready at the beginning. Now he's starting, and I don't. we don't expect him to ever not start a game again for the rest of his tenure at Tennessee. Would have um, really liked to have seen uh, Keaton come down with uh, that, that bomb from Maurer. Yep, yep. You know, I mean, it, it takes some guys a little bit longer. It doesn't mean that they're not as good. But like, Jalen McCullough and Tyus Fields both look good out there. And they said, to Austin Price the other day, that Jalen McCullough is very, is, he's extremely intelligent. And he was out there lining up Tyus Fields. And, like, it, it, the youth movement is still happening, even though we're 0-2, or 1-2. You know, even though we were 0-2, the youth movement is still happening. Which is nice to see. Now, in a six days, I mean, we're probably going to get just destroyed. No, come on. I'm not getting destroyed. We're covering <sighs> that spread. Twelve and a half points is a lot. I will give we're, you that. We're covering the spread. Have you uh, read anything about Bryce Thompson? Awesome Price, his prediction was... He starts the Georgia game. He does not think he will start this weekend, or he doesn't think that he will even play. And if he were to play this weekend, he would not start. What did you see the spread at? 14? Yeah, I saw it at 14. That's a lot of points. Yeah, I really would like to have Thompson back. They can't play him with a pending charge, right? Like, I I talked to my dad about this. My dad was like, well, Urban Meyer did it. And I'm like, Dad, well, that's a low bar, and I'd really not to like – I would really like to not set that as the comparison for Jeremy Pruitt. And it's a little bit different when you're doing it to try to win a national championship. Yeah, I mean – Stakes were a little bit different. I was like, Dad, we we can't play him. He has a pending – Shout out, shout out to Big Todd Hughes though for having his priorities in line. But Todd Hughes was ready for Todd Hughes ready for Bryce Thompson to suit up, whether or not his rap sheet is multiple pages long. Like I just, hey, he just fired innocent, back. innocent until proven guilty in this I think, country. I think Bryce Thompson is innocent. I mean, he definitely everyone, didn't hit this girl. Everyone gets their day in court. I really would appreciate if Knox County would would make his day in court a little bit earlier than the Florida kickoff, though. I don't know if you saw, but Antonio Brown caught a touchdown today. I did. He started the game. <laughs> he started the damn game. He was out and there on the, the first, first drive. Play. They threw in the ball three times. I know. I know. He was They're out like, there. Hey, we're we're going to get this guy involved early and often. Man. Ugh. Mr. Big Chess is out there running around. Yeah, I mean, again, it, stakes are a little different there. I mean, Antonio Brown's a little bit better player. There's a little bit more at stake when you're an NFL team. And I mean, a little bit better player, sure. But, I mean, there's um, I mean, compared to his peers, the Patriots don't need Antonio Brown. That's they true. were just That's fine true. without him. We, we need Bryce Thompson, bro. That's true. Especially because our, our secondary just forgot how to play. Yeah, I mean, this I, is I, really crazy. That should be a bigger deal. Like, hey, well, so, okay, so what the I fuck happened think, to the secondary? How, I, how did they get worse after hiring Derek Hansley? I don't know that they did, dude. Was Nigel Warrior ever good? 
No, no, he was not. Okay, so throw him out. Alante Taylor, he's not as good. Okay, I'll grant you that. But Theo Jackson, Theo Jackson is not working with Olympic level athleticism here. Sure. And he's outplaying his talent big time. I mean, like I, I know that, like I don't think it's, I don't think it's totally been a wash. Like Warren Burrell is a freshman. We've already talked about him. We talked about him last podcast. We're not canceling him. Trayvon Flowers has never played football. He played, like, how many games did he even play last year? I don't know. And Theo Jackson is out. I mean, Theo Jackson, they've done a really, really good job with Theo Jackson. I'm not sure that I – th- I think it's too early to say. I mean, I the defensive backs, this is stupid, I know, but they played good until the last play <laughs> in the BYU game. Yeah. I mean – I know I, I hate mean, saying that. It's, it's true, true though. though. Like Nigel Warrior is never going to be good. Like, I don't think. I mean, I think that Jalen McCullough will be starting sooner rather than later, based on how Austin Price talked about him today. When I tell you that it's Florida Week, what's your initial reaction? Absolute, uncontrollable dread. All right, let's shout out the new patrons. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. $5 and up get access to the Discord. Game thread this week uh, should be fun as we try to talk ourselves into beating Florida. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. Seth, got some bad news. Okay. And good news. Which one do you want first? Let's do the bad news first. We only got one patron. I know. New patron. But that's okay. But that's okay. Good news is we got a new patron. $5 patron, Lucas Reed. No relation. Shout out to Lucas. We love you, buddy. Thank you for joining the movement. But uh, we'll call him Cousin cousin Luke from now on. C- cousin Luke. I like that. That has a good ring to it. Cousin Luke, we uh, appreciate you. We are happy to have you. Uh, got a couple questions. Let's get to, I believe it was uh, Jackie, who asked if you saw anything from UTC that takes you off the ledge. No. No, nothing. I mean. That was not Jackie. That was Jonas. Wait, no. no. I maybe fucked up that whole entire question. Producer. No, okay. Uh, Tech Ball, he says, uh, anything Saturday that makes you not want to jump off a cliff? You say no. Okay. Uh, Jonas asked, did you see anything Saturday that makes you want a quarterback change? Yes. If Jared Garantano loses a leg this Saturday, and then Brian Moore also loses his leg this Saturday. I want Jawan Jennings in at quarterback over JT Shrout. And I <laughs> so am dead. You want the quarterback change to be? You want the quarterback change to be? Jawan Jennings is now third string quarterback. I am dead ass serious. He like won a state championship at quarterback. Hell. Why don't we just put him at quarterback and go hire George Corals as, as quarterback's coach? Okay, enough, enough. <laughs> I don't want to see JT. I don't want to see JT Shroud. No offense if he's listening. Man. He's not listening. He's a West Coast guy. He, he, he doesn't like us. But hey, he did. My man can throw it 100 miles an hour, though. He can throw I it. He, I think he picked the wrong sport. Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. I bet he would have made a hell of a shortstop. 
or a pitcher. My initial takeaway from Saturday at the quarterback position was JT Stroud made the uh, wrong decision. Yep. Uh, we also should string whoever it was, whether it was Jeremy Pruitt or Tyson Helton, they should be hung from a lamppost for not taking Adrian Martinez. And we are stuck with this shit. Since we're talking about the quarterbacks, Will Warren asked, what separates a great quarterback from a good one or even a good one from an average one to you? Does it require mobility, exceptional accuracy, ability to fit the ball into a small window, etc.? So what are you looking for when you see your quarterbacks? Um... I look more for, I mean, you have to have, like, a certain baseline level of arm strength, right? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, it doesn't do you any good. Like, Matthew Stafford can throw it a country mile, but he's never won anything. Like, I think I like accuracy. I mean, like, I mean, Matthew Stafford can throw it harder than Drew Brees can, but, like, he's not as accurate. But, like, I mean, you can't just do, like, what Mariota's been doing and go, like, 10 of 10. Start yeah, I was going to say, one of the things that I look for that's a disqualifier, I, the, the question from Will is a good one in terms of what you look for. Well, one of the things I disqualify you for, for, though, is if you are constantly checking the ball down and throwing sort of the sticks on third down. To me, that's the biggest red flag that you are not a good quarterback. Yeah, you have to be able to, like, make some downfield throws. I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. The first and second checkdowns aren't bad. Like, Tom Brady makes a living throwing short passes, but Tom Brady checks down, and there's, like, eight yards to run. Feels like, you know, bad quarterbacks check down for two-yard gains. You know what I mean? Yeah. Con you know, continuously throwing short of the sticks is bad. Um, Decision-making, just something as simple as Marcus Mariota spiking the ball on third down today. How, One of the Mar dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. How did he do that? Taking the four-yard, you know, starting a minute-and-a-half drill with one no timeouts and starting it off with a four-yard pass to Delaney Walker where he had no chance of getting out of bounds and wasting 20 seconds there. Like, just dumb shit like that. You got to be a good decision-maker. I don't really need mobility. I don't really need mobility. Um, I do want my quarterback to get to the line quickly in certain situations. And, and, you know, third and short, boom, I'm at the line. I'm quarterback sneaky. Mm-hmm. Maybe in college you don't get that you don't get that uh, freedom, but maybe in college you do have to have some mobility. I don't know. It helps when you have a shit offensive line, obviously. It sure does help. I mean, it sure does. It would be cool for us if our dual threat quarterback was actually dual threat. Mauer, Mauer, Mauer. Is he Mauer or Mauer? I don't know. He has that random R in the middle of his name. Yeah, I choose to so ignore that. So he's not like cousins with Joe. So I don't know how to say it, but. He looked pretty fast. He looked pretty athletic. Random shout-out to mid-2000s baseball stud Joe Maurer. Man, he was good. He was, good. He was, also, he was a very highly rated pro-style quarterback, though. Committed to Florida State. Okay. He made the right decision. JT Shroud did not. He made the right decision. It is the worst. It's a terrible sports feeling to not be able to have a good quarterback. Like it's it's a terrible feeling. It's like it's so. Why can we not have one? Why can I not have a good quarterback in my life? What the fuck did I do wrong? Just was born the wrong place. Like what well, what is happening here? Yeah, I mean it's such a cliche. Like people think it's cliche to say, 
until you go out there and you see a team without a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, just I just need serviceable, man, or just a slightly above average. Now, I would kill to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan, obviously, and have Patrick Mahomes and obviously, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots. And in college, you have a handful of studs now. You obviously have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields was dropping dimes. Jalen Hurts is probably going to win Oklahoma's third straight Heisman, which is ridiculous. Man, he looks. Um, he looks awesome. He looks like he. I, I shit you not. He looks like the first round. He looks like the first overall pick in the I, NFL. I, I, I told my dad last night. I said, "Dad, he's going to win the Heisman." I, I, some and then I was over at one of my best friends' house yesterday, and he was like, "Somebody's got to hire Lincoln Riley in the NFL, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, you would think so." I mean, like if you if Cliff Kingsbury gets hired in the NFL, then Lincoln Riley has to be next. What he does for his players on offense is is unlike anybody else in college football. I mean, what Jalen Hurts looks amazing. He looks incredible. The at this point, it is at this point three weeks in. Small sample size. It is safe to say the only reason that he would not win the Heisman is because of Oklahoma fatigue. That is it. Yeah, but I think uh, Jalen Hurts can supersede the Oklahoma fatigue with his oh allowing I, allowing college football media to jack off to him doing things the right way and oh no no you know I, he he didn't I, quit on his team halfway through the year he stuck it out and he got his moment in the SEC championship game and he he graduated and then he you know could take another opportunity that would better himself so oh, I, I think I, I Jalen Hurts win it as of right now too I'm just saying if there is one thing I think that could like, you know, trip him up. The only thing to, you know, it's going to be Oklahoma Fatigue. Obviously, Lincoln Riley is going to have him in a position to absolutely light it up. I mean, yeah, he, he looks like the best player. And he looks like Tua, Tua didn't look great Saturday to me. I know his stats were awesome, and they have the best wide receiver core. Yeah, he's just got dirty receivers. And Alabama's offensive line is not anything like it has been in the past. It did not look good at all. I mean, um, but Jalen Hurts looked amazing. I don't know who annoyed me more this weekend. Tim Tebow going on his dumbass rant about how he didn't want any money from his jersey sales. I don't even watch that shit, man. I just saw it circulate the internet, and I watched it. Or, or Will Muschamp at halftime going in and talking about how mad he was that the uh, the refs didn't review it. I'm like, bro, you had two timeouts. You timeouts. had two timeouts. Well, you he got up to the line flinch. ASAP and snapped it. Like all you had to do was just, you know, take a timeout. Hey, you guys uh, want to look at this? Please. He didn't even flinch, dude. He did not even flinch. Like it never crossed. His Neanderthal-like brain, very few ridges on this brain, it never even flew across his mind that he should call timeout and force the review. Dude, here's one thing that everyone that has ever played sports knows, is that yes, the referees are going to screw it up, but you don't leave it in their hands. Don't leave it in their hands, and he didn't have to. You don't get to do that and then bitch at halftime. Like, you had every opportunity, bro. It was unreal that he didn't even flinch. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 439 total yards Saturday night. Uh, 
and Alabama rushed the ball 25 times for 76 yards against South Carolina. Their longest run of the day was 12 yards, and Tua only had Tua was only sacked twice. Yeah, I don't want to like have any like big overreaction, but it feels like Alabama's closer to Georgia than they are Clemson. Their offensive line is bad. Yeah, like comparatively, right. comparatively. Yeah, maybe maybe even saying they're closer to Georgia. Maybe maybe they're really closer to like Ohio State and Michigan than they now, are their Clemson best, and Georgia. Their I think that their best run blocker is out until the fourth game of the season. Oh, okay. So he's not there yet. But Clemson, I mean, you know, and Trevor Lawrence is throwing a ton of interceptions right now. You expect him to get it together, but like I mean, Oklahoma has probably been the most impressive team. Yeah. Pour one out for Chip Kelly. Please press F. Does he just not care? I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't have a quarterback. Like, I don't understand how he uh, is Chip Kelly. And everyone's seen what he can do in college with, you know, the right skill players, and his quarterback sucks. I don't, like, I don't understand. The Cincinnati game, I mean, dude, it, just like hearing him talk now, it is like he doesn't care. Like, I don't know. I don't know. How, I know that seems like a dumb like thing to say. I don't know how else to explain it. But if you watch his, if you watch his press conferences, right now, it is like he doesn't care. It is not the same guy. It, it just doesn't seem anything like the same guy. I mean, he has lost. Yeah, he lost seven games. At Oregon, he's lost twelve at UCLA. Yeah, he has what three and three and twelve there. He is three and twelve there. Yeah, it's not good when you're having to give away tickets to uh, you know the top five team in the country coming to your house. They ran a promotion that if you were a season ticket holder, you got four free tickets. Four free to the game. tickets, man, unbelievable. You lost to San Diego State. They Meanwhile, lost- shout out, shout out to the Tennessee fans. I was really surprised so many people went to the UTC game. Yeah, our tickets sold fast. Really? Yeah, I mean it was only for twenty dollars, but they sold. I didn't 20 think a, twenty a piece or yeah, ten yeah, a piece. Yeah, twenty a piece. I didn't think they would sell, but they not only sold they they sold fast. There are people that are always willing to support these boys for better or worse. Yeah, I mean, man, it's it's gonna feel good when we when we beat Florida on Saturday. It's gonna feel really good. Yeah, I figured, you know, I, I, I thought we might, like, have another podcast later in the week where we could, like, really, like, as as Grit likes to say, we're going to dig in later this week, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're going to put both feet forward, and we're going to assume that we're going to beat Florida. Yeah, here's but, just a little Sunday recap. But tonight's Touch not base. that night. Tonight is not that night. It's The, the, the Titans played today. It's NFL Sunday. We're... We're still getting over our casual victory yesterday. It's not time to dig in. We're going to dig in later this week, and we're going to talk about how we're going to beat that little asshole, Kyle Trask. Because, goodness gracious, that guy is hateable. Just look at his haircut. And then that 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 caveman-looking dude they have, Kroll or whatever, that plays tight ends. And then they, of course, have the guy on defense that just never shuts up talking shit. Uh, number three, I don't know. They're very hateable, as they are every year. But we're going to talk about later in the week how we're going to beat Kyle Trask. But we're going to dig in later. More like Kyle Trash. More like Kyle Trash. Trash. 
Man, they're hateable, dude. Kyle Trask, man. How do they how do they win that Kentucky game? Kentucky has to be sick. Marco Wilson, man, that guy's annoying for Florida. Kentucky they, fans have to be sick. What what happened to Emory Jones there? Whatever happened to Emory Jones at Florida? Like why I thought I mean Kyle Trask looked good. I don't know what that I, says. Yeah, I thought I thought he looked pretty good when he got in. I I, I don't know what that says about I, Kyle Trask looks a lot better than Felipe Franks has in a long time. Do you agree? Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he looked like great or anything. No, the, I, 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 I don't understand what Kentucky was doing on defense. That was a that was a tough launching call or a targeting call, I guess. That was a that was a pretty shitty call. That was tough. That was a pretty shitty call on that defensive lineman. You know, that was a pretty shitty call. And do you think it would have helped us had they lost, or do you think it wouldn't have really mattered? I don't think it matters. I didn't. I thought it might have helped with like the crowd not giving a shit. I don't giving less, giving much less of a shit. I would be, um, I would be stunned if it's a packed house next week. Yeah, I mean, I just think there would have been much fewer had they dropped out of the top eighteen or so. It not. Not only did it look like Kentucky was going to win, it looked like Kentucky was going to roll. Yeah, that interception that they threw up seven while driving in for a touchdown, That uh, I think if they'd have scored there, that could have really opened the floodgates. It looked like Kentucky was about to break it open, and naturally, as they do, Florida won on some bullshit. Yeah, great. That's a good way to end the episode. I mean, Kyle Trask was fine. His... his he looked good. His dudes were wide open. What was Kentucky doing on defense? He was throwing to wide open Van Jefferson, which again, I, don't know, man. I feel like there's things that whenever the backup quarterback comes in, I mean, I don't always think it's a death blow. I think the I think the worst thing comes the next week, like whenever teams week. have had a whole a whole week to plan for the backup quarterback. Yeah. Like even today, I don't know if you watched much of the uh, the Rams game, uh, Rams and Saints, but when Breeze went out. I thought Bridgewater came in and looked pretty good, and then the second half when they were actually able to adjust, uh, he didn't do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still feel, and I might turn out to be an idiot about this, and I'm wrong about nearly everything I say on this podcast, but I still feel good about our defensive staff. Forget about the Drew see. Let's see him coach the boys up this week. But, you know, I still feel good about Jeremy Pruitt and the defense. I don't think that it's all doom and gloom in the secondary because Bryce Thompson is coming back. Theo Jackson, they've really, really coached him up. And I think Warren Burrell will get there. Um, I still feel good long-term about this defensive staff. I wish we had Bryce Thompson to shut down Van Jefferson. I really wish we had Bryce Thompson this Saturday, man. Maybe maybe we could just put Jeremy Banks out there at cornerback. Hey man, after he has two interceptions. He has as many interceptions in his career as Nigel Warrior. How about that? How two about, nice catches too. Dude, they were athletic, man. What can you say? I mean, we had. I mean, is Jeremy Banks right now our third linebacker? Like, is he past Ignat? How, yeah, yeah. At least in my eyes, Ignat is Ignat is is not 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 Ig. He is not Ig. So, how is Jeremy Banks better at pass covers than than run stopping? 
That's like the uh, that's the complete opposite of what I would have ever guessed. Actually, I don't feel like he is. I remember Georgia State; they really uh, they really abused him. I I think he still sucks at pass coverage. I just think UTC sucks. Yeah, I don't think Jeremy Banks is very good yet. Yeah, no, no, he it's sad be. that he is know. our third best linebacker. Right I just now. wonder, like next next week, like if one of them has to take a breather, like are they really going to throw Jeremy Banks out there? Or is it going to be Ignat? Or why can't we just let Quaveris Crouch play? Like, are you really telling me? Like, I know Quaveris Crouch is a jack linebacker and all that stupid bullshit. Do we really think that anybody else is better at middle linebacker than him after Toa Toa, Toa and Batuli? I mean, honestly. Shout out to J.J. Peterson, by the way. What? Worthless. Shout out to him for uh, being maybe the least likable player in a long time. Man. Without having like committed a crime or take took shots at fans. Like he just got to campus late and hasn't ever actually showed up. That's what like that's Jesse Simonson was like, Jackson Lampley. Who? Jackson Lampley played this year before JJ Peterson. That's that uh, four star from Nashville, right? Yeah, the I mean, yeah, like he was a good rec- he was a good recruit, but like nobody has said one word about Jackson Lampley all fall camp. Yeah. Man, like just again, without committing a crime or pissing off the fans by saying something stupid, this is uh, maybe the the least I've liked a player in a long time. Yeah, Techval wants to know if JJ Peter did JJ Peterson did something yesterday. Well, I mean, he did play, which that does seem noteworthy at this point. He showed up on the participation list. Good, good for him. He's like our fifth string middle linebacker, and he was like a top fifty player in the nation. So I would love for him to uh, step it up. That would be if cool. you're listening, JJ, don't get mad at me and Seth. Just uh, use it as motivation, bro. Yeah, tell Go us to make eat a play. shit by showing the Gators who's boss this Saturday. Let this uh, let this uh, turn into some motivation. Just go out and make a play. Just one play, please. Just just, just like Kongbo. Just like Kongbo. Just one play. We got our one Tyler Bird play. Shout out to him blocking yeah. that punt. Yeah, him and Shannon Reed have been monsters on special teams. So, that's cool, I guess. I mean, our special teams have been awesome. Hey, good for Tyler Bird. Find a way to make a play. We love to see it. Find a way to get on the field and find a way to contribute. Yep, we love to see it, man. We love to see it. All right, Seth. Uh, any final thoughts? No, we'll, we'll, we'll dig in later. All right, we'll talk again this week. Uh, shout out to the patrons. Shout out to Marcos Garza. It's Florida week, which I'm not really feeling it now, but maybe by the middle of the week we'll be feeling it. If you're in Knoxville, make plans. Come hang out with me at Elkmont Exchange. We'll watch the game together. Um, All right, Seth. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Love you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Hey, Panini, don't you be a meanie. Thought you wanted me to go. Why you trying to keep me teeny? I, it's a dreamy. Wished it on a genie. I got fans finally, and she wanted them to see me. I, I thought you want this for my life, for my life. Said you wanted to see me thrive. You lied, just said to me. This 
song right here remind me of my ex. Say I be declining all her calls and I'm responding to her texts. I be like, girl, hush your mouth. You know I ain't got time for them, but she, she know I injured my right hand. So when I get behind, I use my left. She watch that Walker, Texas Ranger. Say I remind her of Nas X. I'm talking old town road. Up my old down low. They like girls and I like girls three at a time, sometimes four. And if my back and out all hundreds and ain't no time, then I don't go. I be like, Don't you be a meanie, thought you wanted me to go, why you tryna keep me teeny, now, now they need me, number one no screaming, no, yeah, you used to love me, so what happened, what's the meaning, I, I thought you want this for my life, for my life, said you wanted to see me thrive, you lied, now when it's all done, I get the upper hand, and I need a big bitch, not another fan, but I, I'ma need a sit down, don't mean to make demands, but I need you to say to me what you want from me, just say to me what you want from me. Hey, check, check it,